for Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafe's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff women store in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is Luke 2.19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. We want to thank Home Instead, our sponsor for this episode. Home Instead Senior Care provides trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. Now, I brought Colleen Long in to talk to me some more about mindfulness, and I love what you shared, Colleen, on the segment when we did your story. I think people are going to love that. I want them to find it. I'm looking to see where I, in my notes what I decided to call it. We called it Mental Health, Authenticity, Mindfulness, Anxiety, and Depression. So on this episode, I think we're going to call it I want to mention authenticity again because I think that's such a great word for who you are. I don't know what we're going to call this, but something about an antidote, probably mindfulness triathlon, an antidote to depression and anxiety. But tell tell me a little bit, just in case people have not heard your podcast with your story, just give me a little brief rundown about how you found out about mindfulness triathlons and why you wanted to bring it to East Texas. Yeah, I um, I actually saw the concept online about a year ago, and it was so different and so out of the box. And those three practices, uh, running, yoga, and meditation, and uh, and mindfulness as well, have really had a transformational impact on my life. And I wanted to bring that to Tyler. I I haven't seen this type of event here in Tyler before, and it's so important to me that people. Um, know that it's available to them. If they don't have access to, say, a healthcare provider or, say, a counselor or any other way to help them in their anxiety and depression journey, these are things that people can do anywhere, and anybody can do these. Well, you've already said so much that we could have whole shows on. The fact that you call anxiety and depression a journey instead of a, like, a condemnation life sentence I love that. That, That's so true. I mean, we all experience anxiety and depression sometime, especially women. There's got to be a moment in your life. If you get to to be the age I am and you haven't experienced it, if you turn out that your husband or somebody you love passes away before you, then there's, you know, you're still going to experience depression. It's actually a healthy response to some of life's very difficult challenges. And so the question is then how to conquer that. One thing, the other thing that you said, oh, gosh, I hope I can remember what it was. There's so much to talk to you about. I'll just say that. So I want to talk. Oh, I know what I wanted to say. 
I've done triathlons, not the whole thing. I did it with a relay. So I talked somebody else Mm -hmm. into running, somebody else into biking, (laughs) and I did the swimming. And I will just tell you, at my age, it was a sacrifice to put on my bathing suit in public and swim. (laughs) But that's how badly I wanted to do it. So when you told me about this, I want my listening friends to catch this little nuance. When you told me about it, you said running, yoga, meditation, but it can also be walking. So for me, walking, yoga, meditation, there are no bathing suits involved and anybody at any age. Like if you're in a wheelchair and you show up for Colleen's event, I volunteer to push you, okay? There, there is, there's no reason why anybody can't do this. So that was, when I heard about it, I was just thrilled. Oh, and in this case, you're doing it and the proceeds are benefiting our favorite clinic, Bethesda Health Clinic, which is a wonderful place. And in fact, they're, I just heard this this morning because I was at a meeting over there. They're beating the national out, uh, averages on outcomes. They're, they're so, the standard of care is so excellent there. And this whole idea of and being aware of mental health. So talk to me a little bit about how that's going to work for our community and why this matters to people. Yeah, um, and it does tie along with Bethesda. Like you're saying, they're doing such an incredible thing for our community. And, and this event is to help raise awareness to remove the stigma and offer support in our community. Mm-hmm. It's so prevalent. And there's so many people who are hurting, and I feel like a lot of people don't know where to go or even um, have a hard time asking for help. And it's not that they couldn't ask for help. It's just that stigma is there. So mm-hmm. we're trying to remove the barriers. And I, and the other thing about our event, after the race, um, it's going to be at Trivine. We're going to have a ton of vendors, a lot of booths of different health and wellness organizations that are here in Tyler that can help you. So if, if you don't even know where to start, just come to the event. There are so many different organizations you'll be able to meet and discover that are here, right here in Tyler, that can help you. I just have a, this is not fair because I didn't ask you about this ahead of time, but have you thought about after the event setting up some kind of a how-to document? Like if you decide you want to do that, I'll be happy to put it on my website. I think it's so amazing that you can raise awareness of what is out there. There's so many great services in East Texas, I know. But if you're wanting, as a listener, to bring this to your community, you know, in West Texas or anywhere in the world, really, and then you wanted to know from Colleen's uh, experience what works, the idea of having vendors afterwards, that's genius. But also to remove the stigma of mental health issues like depression i mean i think the more of us say of course you have depression everybody has it sometime mm-hmm. uh, the question isn't whether you're going to have it the question is how are you going to beat it yeah so yeah, do you and, and the other well i mean guess, i guess back to my question so do you have a plan or could you help i'll help you if you want to think of a way to get this information for those who might hear this podcast and say i want to do that in my community Oh, to do the event? Yeah, like, it, um, are you taking notes right now on what it took to plan it? Yeah. I, I, I have a very large notebook. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's, all the let's, different sets. let's just commit. If somebody contacts me and wants that information, then I will volunteer to help Colleen figure out how to condense that and get it to people who might be interested. We'll just commit to that. And, I'm um, more than happy to do that. I would love I, that. 
I do too. And sometimes it isn't like we know what we need to do, but we just don't know how to do it. So we want to offer you that first step. Colleen and I will do what we can to help you if you're listening and you think, I want to remove the stigma in my community. I want people talking about mental health. I want people connected with services that are already here. So we'll We'll figure out how to get you some information if you're interested in that. So talk talk to me a little bit more about the stigma, Colleen, because I know you've had a lot of thought given to this problem. Yeah, it's, I mean, you can just see it on the news. You know, everything that you see, I mean, it, it um, people are, I mean, it's very sad. They're taking their lives all the time, and, and, and some of the people are just, you see them one day, you think everything's fine, and the next, um, you next thing you know, you find out they they took their life, and and even uh, not just just with suicide, but also with anxiety and depression. Um, mm. I think especially for mothers, you know, postpartum depression is very real. I experienced yes. after my firstborn, and that's another thing that has a stigma. A lot of we mothers, new moms especially, they, they need help. They need that mm. community, and I think community, not just. These, uh, and of course, running yoga and meditation are great natural forms of treatment, but community is key. It's so crucial in helping people in their journey. Yeah, and you know, we're seeing in the numbers and statistics data that the churches are losing the younger generation, but a church is a community. So if you're a younger person and you're in a church that doesn't seem to make sense to you or understand your needs, I really encourage you to talk to somebody in that church, make some noise and get some help and and help the older generation change. I mean, sometimes we are old and we just don't know what else to do. (laughs) So find somebody in your church or find a church where there is someone like me who will listen and not be afraid to tackle hard conversations. And if you need help with that, you can always go to kathycraffy.com. We have tons of tools on my website about how to start a difficult conversation and come out of it with victory so that you accomplish your goals and that and your desire to have that difficult talk. Um, I want to talk about self-condemnation. Colleen, you brought up such a good talk uh, topic about suicide. Just so people know, Doug McSwain and Marcy McSwain have both been on my show, and so we have at least at least four or maybe more podcasts you can listen to with really great advice if your family is struggling with suicide or somebody in your family who's uh, threatened to commit suicide, if you have siblings or you're the mother of other children and you're trying to navigate after a suicide in the family, they handle those topics with so much generosity and, and goodwill and beauty and strength out of their deep sorrow. So don't miss those podcasts. Marcy McSwain and Doug McSwain were both on the show, and their, their stuff is amazing. We have about two minutes to the break. When we come back, we're going to talk about self-condemnation, and I'm going to pick Colleen's brain a little bit more on that because I know she has a lot of victory on taking every thought captive. So we want to talk about how that looks. Colleen, with one minute, have you got anything you want to say before we go to the break? Yeah, just to touch on community, I I want to encourage people, if there's things that you like, um, just see if there's a group, like a class or, or some type of meeting that you can attend. That's a, that's an automatic community for you. So for me, okay. um, I love to run. There are several running groups here in Tyler. 
and we get up early. We all meet together. We all have our lives going on. But it's that small time where we can come together, share a, a hobby that we like, and we're able to share life. And it's a really beautiful, um, very easy way to get in where you're sharing something. It breaks that barrier of uh, – it brings that commonality. There's a common ground you get to come together for something that you enjoy. So I just want to encourage people to check that out as a place to start. I love it. We're talking truth with a Texas twang, and I'm just so happy to have Colleen with me. Stay tuned. Side Talk Radio. So stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over is a grocery store. a dynamic woman? Sandra Beck and Linda Crater host Dynamic Women Talk Radio, bringing lively weekly shows in a roundtable format with influential guests from around the globe. This amazing tribe of diverse and accomplished women share their candid views on topics such as reputation, handling rejection, loyalty, what is sexy, overthinking, blended families, and much more. Discussions are joyful, with freedom to address topics from various perspectives with candor, respect, and no judgment. These are the conversations you wish you could have with all your family and friends. Dynamic women have lived their lives boldly, with unexpected and sometimes undesired turns in the road of life. Yet detours and bumps bring opportunity, personal growth, more authenticity, and a fresh outlook. Join our welcoming tribe of Dynamic Women each Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, also on iTunes, and more information at dynamicwomentalkradio.com. Celebrating vibrant, charismatic women everywhere. Join the millions of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles, entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. On Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive. Oh, miles and miles of Texas. Yeah. We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. You know, we're talking with Colleen Long, if you've just joined us. Thank you for staying through the break. And we, I, I, I'm so excited about this topic of mindfulness versus living in anxiety and depression. 
Colleen, I had a story. There was a gentleman who I truly loved and admired. He was a very, very spiritual man. And his his life began to close down physically. His beautiful spirit was just huge. But he was he was really depressed and discouraged and he felt like he had failed spiritually. And he was sharing that with me one day and I I was so thankful. I was able to say to him, you know, your body and your emotions are really interconnected. And as your body shuts down, even your hormones and your glands that, that provide those hormones to your body, they're not going to function very well. So you're not going to have the serotonin and some of the other things that you need to feel happy. And that doesn't mean that you're an unspiritual person. In fact, God is just drawing you closer to himself in this moment as your life comes to an end. And I could tell that gave him relief that he was, he didn't have to judge himself. He could just trust, trust that process of, of moving in from a life on earth lived in a physical body to life in heaven. In his case, with that beautiful new, reality he had not long after that he could trust that process and not judge himself in the midst of it and so that was a real comfort to me to be able to give him comfort in that moment i always think of our body like i love that you brought up running as kind of a therapy or a treatment for some of the negative things we feel and here's why Chemistry, our body chemistry, whenever somebody says my chemistry is messed up, I always think about the lab. And, you know, when you're in science lab as a kid or in college, in biology, which I was never a great student, but, you know, they give you a beaker and it was filled with fluids. And if it separated, you'd see one color on the bottom and one color on the top. And if you just shook your beaker, then those chemicals mixed together. And I I always think of that, like our body is just 98% liquid or whatever it is. So, Sometimes we just need to shake the body and get the chemistry mi- mixed up. <laughs> I think that's a great analogy. <laughs> so talk to me about some of the strategies and treatments and therapies that you've discovered. I know one of them is running. Yeah, running has been wonderful. It's, it's been a great uh, stress reliever. It's, uh-huh. um, it's really helped open some doors. Again, offered an immediate community for me. Mm. Um, finding other people who are running and, and who use running as well as a stress reliever. And I mean, scientifically, you know, you release endorphins anytime you exercise, which is a natural uh-huh. pain reliever. And so um, that's why you, know, you hear about the runner's high. And I think another thing that, um, well, there's a few things that running can do. It can, it can offer a sense of control in a way where, if you find yourself in a situation that um, has come upon you, maybe let's say you're, um, something's happened to a family member and you have to take care of them and it's, it's, you find yourself in a position that maybe you weren't expecting and uh, if you went running, it, there's, a, there's a sense of control like how far you want to go and how hard you, hard you want to run and, and where you want to go. and there's, You can set goals for yourself and then, it offers these small steps that are available to you. So if you're having a hard time, it's okay because you don't have to go straight into a marathon. You can start walking, which is extremely beneficial. And then walking can lead to jogging and jogging can lead to running. And then when you start running, you can create these goals of how far do you want to go? Do you want to do a 5K or a 10K? Or even if you don't want to race, just seeing how far you can go. Or, or maybe it's not distance, maybe it's how fast. 
And the, um, the really you know, good thing is, is that you can always push either way. I want to just throw this out because I will never be a runner. I mean, I, I hate to say it that way, but I just know. I tried running in college when I was much younger. So at 60, that's not going to happen. But my mom at 80, she was still going to her water aerobics class. And when, when she passed away, it really touched my heart so much. There were probably 10 or 15 people that she knew from water aerobics that came to her funeral. And they blessed me oh. so much. Oh, my gosh. They just wrapped their arms around me and hugged me. And oh, wow. I knew they loved her like I did. And they saw what a loss it was for me to lose my dear friend that was my mother. And and they, she was their friend, too. And Anyway, water aerobics, but for me, swimming, when I swim, my mind clears because I can't, I can't mm-hmm. actually get one arm over my head and still worry. <laughs> I mean, it takes all my energy just to remember to turn my head and breathe and not swallow water. <laughs> so it clears my mind. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I never will be a runner, but I assume when, you're, when you have that rhythm of running, I would assume that also clears your mind. Yeah, absolutely. And and I want to encourage our listeners, too, that it's really just movement. If you can move your body, that's the key. It doesn't necessarily have to be running. Um, Like you said, swimming. I love swimming. And kudos to you for doing a triathlon. It's not easy. Even if you relay (laughs) it, it's still a triathlon. (laughs) So, um, But really, like movement is huge. And I think something else, when we were talking about the connection between mind, body, Mm -hmm. and soul, and spirit, is that Sometimes doing something physically will help you. It'll, it'll spill over and transfer into those other areas of your life. So if, if you are finding yourself having a hard time stepping out, if you can move your body, whether it's with yoga or walking or whatever, you'll find that it'll open doors and give you that confidence. Because you'll be able to say, oh, I just did that session. I just did the 20-minute mm-hmm. yoga session. Wow, I just walked around the block. I haven't yes. done that in years. Or yes. if you can just move, whatever that looks like for you, if it's just stretching, you'll realize that I can do it. It's it's I, it's possible. Wow, that just gave me a boost of energy. And it'll transfer into other areas of your life where, where say, for instance, I just did a, you know, a thousand meter swim, something crazy. And then wow. if you go to work, you'll be like, oh, this is easy. I did a thousand meter swim this morning. <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean? it kind of transfers over where you have that confidence and you have that knowing that you can accomplish and that you showed up for yourself by doing that activity. You'll be able to show up for yourself in other areas of your life as well. You, you know, I love that you mentioned that about stretching because I remember when my grandmother was in assisted living and sometimes it was enough just to stretch. But in the African-American church, we have this song and it says, he woke, I won't sing it. He woke me up this morning and he started me on my way. The Lord is blessing me right now, right now. I guess I kind of sang that. But um, I always love that song when we sing it because just the fact that you can wake. This is often a praise at my church. This is one reason Mm -hmm. I love my church. He woke me up this morning. I was in my right mind. I could, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, that's something to be grateful for. There have been days when I don't think I was really in my right mind too much. And so waking up and, and being able to get out of bed and feed myself and dress myself. There are people right now who are suffering because they can't do that. They may be even li- my listening yeah. friends. And I, I just want you to know there's something in your life you can do. It may be stretching. But it may be taking every thought captive. It may be praying instead of Mm -hmm. 
my thing is when I feel anxiety, which is often, then I know that worry is my reminder to pray instead of, mm-hmm. and I love some of the things Sasha Vakay has said about that on her episode that, uh, and I think she was quoting David Dykes. You'll know who that is, our a pastor here in East Texas. But it, worry is a conversation with yourself about things you can't do anything mm-hmm. about. And prayer is a conversation with God about things he can fix. He can, he can take care mm-hmm. of it. We can, we can trust him with those things. So uh, for me, anxiety has become just a, it's just a light on my dashboard that reminds me to pray. That's yeah. all it is. And I know there's different therapies and treatments. I think exercise is a huge one. Sometimes our food, and I noticed I had a carb. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know this was possible, but I just learned there's such thing as a carb hangover because I had one this week. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know. Well, I'm, I've been more careful about my eating lately, so I woke up feeling horrid and my emotions matched. And I went, oh, that was what I did last night, all that popcorn I ate for dinner. You know, that now I know. I, I never even knew. I just was doing it so often I didn't know the difference. But when you get a little disciplined, then you notice when you kind of, you know, have an indulgence. I had a, it was delicious. Some of the best popcorn I've ever eaten, I have to say that. I'm not putting a guilt trip on anyone. I'm just saying there are treatments and there are therapies, and we have to find the ones that work for us. I know getting good help is important. I love what Bethesda has done and also Good Samaritan Counseling Center. They're offering uh, counseling to those people in our community that might fall in the gap and not have access Mm -hmm. to that. And I know some of our university has one of the universities and maybe both of our some of our colleges here have really great training programs to help people learn to counsel others. So there are a lot of resources so one thing I love about what you're doing, Colleen, is you're inviting all these people who have resources together after the triathlon. And sometimes that's hard in communities to, to find what is out there. I know we only have about a minute left. So I'm going to just toss this back to you and, and say thank you for everything you're doing. Is there anything you really want people to know and hear thinking about this uh, episode going out into the stratosphere many people listening what would you say yeah i just i want people to know that every day that i've been working on and helping put this event together people are showing up and they're asking how can we show support how can we help what can we do to spread awareness and and i wish people could see how many are stepping up and showing that they care. And I, my hopes is that when they come to the event, they'll see that Tyler, Texas cares. They want yes. to remove the stigma. They want to offer help. We are not alone. And the, the theme of my whole event is moving mountains together. And that's exactly what we're going to do that day. I love that, Colleen. You are so dear. Our, our community is blessed to have you take the initiative to give in this way to other people by organizing this event and bringing us all together giving us a place where we can express our concern. When Doug was on the show, he said, hardly a family, there's hardly a family in our region that hasn't been affected by suicide or some kind of mental health issue. So this is a widespread common thing that families are having to deal with. Thank you so much for all that you're doing. Now, remember, you can get this and more at kathycraffy.com. And that's where we talk truth with a Texas twang. 
Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh, fiddle. Got in.